As I raised my hands to fight, the three male wolves began to bark, but not at me or my assailant. They were focused on some other danger, farther up the tunnel, and took no notice of the trouble I was in. Nor did Magda, who lay peacefully where she was, and gazed at me with a curious but unalarmed expression. Before I could strike, the person holding me said something that sounded like, Gulabashta! I tried to shout in response, but could manage only a muffled grunt because of the bone jammed between my teeth. Gulabashta! My attacker snapped again, then eased the bone out and pressed a couple of dry fingers to my lips. Realizing my life wasn't under threat, I relaxed and suspiciously studied the person who had knocked me to the floor. With a start, I saw that it was one of the pale-skinned, white-eyed guardians of the blood. He was a thin, anxious-looking man. Putting a finger to his own lips, he pointed at the wolves, barking louder than ever, then up at the roof of the cave where he had dropped from. Pushing me over to the wall, he pointed out finger holes in the rocks, then scrambled up into the darkness. I lingered doubtfully a moment, then glanced at the agitated wolves and followed him up. There was a crevice at the top of the wall which the guardian guided me into. He slid into a small hole close by. I waited in silence, my heart beating loudly. Then I heard a voice addressing the angry wolves. Quiet! someone hissed. Shut up, ye mongrels! The wolves quit howling, but they continued growling menacingly. They backed away from the tunnel mouth, and moments later I saw a purple-skinned face poke out of the shadows. A Vampanese. Wolves! The Vampanese snarled, spitting on the ground. Curse their eyes! Leave them be! A second Vampanese said behind him. They won't interfere with us if we keep out of their way. They're just scavenging for food. If they keep yapping, they could bring the vampires down on us. The first Vampanese murmured ominously, and I saw the blade of a sharp knife glint by his side. They're only barking because of us, his companion said, dragging him away. They'll stop once we... Their voices faded, and I didn't hear them after that. When I was sure the way was clear, I looked over to where the Guardian of the Blood was hiding, to thank him for his unexpected help. But he wasn't there. He must have slipped away while I wasn't looking. I shook my head with confusion. I'd thought the Guardians were in league with the Vampanese, since one of them had ignored my cries for help when I was fleeing from Kurda and his allies and left me to them. Why help me now, when they'd abandoned me then? Thinking it over, I climbed down and rejoined the wolves. They were still sniffing the air guardedly, but had stopped growling. After a while, we followed Magda out of the cave as she resumed her way and led us farther up the mountain. She slinked ahead even slower than before, though I didn't know if this was because of exhaustion or the threat of the Vampanese. A few hours later, we reached the lower halls at the top of the mountain and skirted around them. We passed disturbingly close to the storerooms at one point. I could hear vampires at work behind the walls, getting ready for the large feast that would follow Curda's investiture. I held my breath, 
and listened for a few minutes, but their words were muffled, and I soon moved on, afraid one of them would discover us. I kept expecting Magda to stop, but she led us higher and higher, farther up the mountain than I thought possible. I was beginning to think we must be almost at the very top when we came to a tunnel that cut upward sharply. Magda studied the tunnel, then turned and gazed at me. I could tell by the look in her eyes that she had brought me as far as she could. As I dashed forward, eager to check where the tunnel led, Magda turned and limped away. Where are you going? I called. The she-wolf paused and glanced back, tired resignation in her stare. She couldn't manage the climb.